friends, welcome to the Link Fitness Show. I'm your host, Marissa Deshong, aka Link, and I'm here to motivate and educate on all things fitness, nutrition, and mindset to help you create an energized and healthy lifestyle. Let's dive in. Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of the Link Fitness Show. Before we dive in, I am going to ask for one small, teeny tiny little favor, and that is to rate and review the podcast. So, all you got to do is pause this, scroll down, leave a rate and review, or you can take a screenshot of you listening and share it out on your Instagram story and tag me so I can say, what's up? Thanks for listening. All right. Um, so let's dive on in. All right. Here we go. So I've gotten questions about basically like more information on cutting and bulking the differences, when you should do one versus the other, all that fun stuff. So in this episode, I'm going to break down the difference between cutting and bulking and what each of them um, would really look like. So we're going to start with bulking. And in a bulk, you're going to be eating in a caloric surplus. You're going to be making good use of the extra calories um, so you can build more muscle. And also, please understand that you are going to add a little bit of fat. Okay, so when you are in a caloric surplus, you are eating more than your body is burning. And this is not just looking at how many calories you burn in a workout. This is looking at your total daily energy expenditure. Um, so kind of just to clarify in case you weren't already aware, when you're talking energy expenditure, calories are the only things that make up energy. Okay. So your calories in is your energy, right? So then calories out is obviously energy put out. Um, so when you're looking at your total daily energy expenditure, you're looking at, you know, thermic effect of feeding, you're looking at NEAT, your, um, non-exercise activity thermogenesis. You're looking at so many different things that tie into your energy expenditure overall. This is not just, you know, calories burned during a workout. So you are going to be eating quite a bit. So when you are in a bulk, you need to have a really good mindset around food first off, um, and also understand that you more than likely will be putting on a little bit of fat. You know, it's going to happen. But the whole goal of the bulk is to try and gain muscle mass. That way then you can eventually then shed that extra fat while maintaining most of that added muscle, right? So when you're in a bulk for females, we are going to be gaining anywhere from like one to one and a half pounds of muscle per month. Okay, so if in a month you gain, I don't know, we'll say two pounds, right? One pound of that could be muscle and the other pound of that could be fat, or it could be one and a half pounds of muscle and half a pound of fat. You know, it's going to vary person to person and, you know, how consistent you are with your nutrition and how hard you're hitting the gym and all that kind of stuff is going to play a role. But overall, um, key points that we're looking at here is that you're eating in a caloric surplus in effort to put on mass. Okay. You're eating more so you can build your muscle. And then goal would be to head into a cut where you can maintain that muscle mass while shedding the extra, the extra layer of fat, the, the little fluff you got going on. Okay. So then looking at a cut, you're obviously in the opposite. You're in a caloric deficit. The goal here is to lose anywhere from half a pound to two pounds per week. Um, so if you see something that's like, hey, drop five pounds this week, probably not sustainable. You know, could give you some short-term results, but 
not something that you're going to be able to maintain. And I don't know about you, but if I'm going to go through all the effort of doing cardio and cutting back on my food intake and doing all of these things, I want this to be a sustainable change, not something that's, you know, I'm going to drop five pounds in the first week into week or two. And then after that, I just plateau and I'm done from there because this is just not something that I can, I can stick with. Um, so I recommend shooting on the lower end and doing like a slower cut to make sure that you can stay committed. You can stay comfortable with what you're doing right in a cut. You don't want to drop too many calories too quickly. Your body's going to be like, whoa, you know, you, again, you might get those quick results, but it's not something that's going to be sustainable. And it's, really just making your life a lot harder in the long run. So ideally, you want to start at a slower pace and kind of do a longer cut. So if you're looking at it, you know, you don't want to go in and be like, oh, in four weeks, I want to lose X amount of weight. Let's open that up a little bit and let's say, hey, in, you know, 10, 12, 16 weeks, this is where I want to be. You can even go longer than that. But typically, I recommend a 12 to 16 week cut. I have a couple girls leading up to their wedding right now. So some of them, I had one on a 16 week. I had another on a 12. Um, It really just depends on the individual. But no matter what, no matter who you are, I always recommend shooting on the lower end, doing a slower cut. Um, Do not do a deep cut right off the jump. Um, And then with that being said, the cut itself is going to look fairly different for each individual. So this is going to be based off current caloric intake. So if someone is eating, you know, 2000 calories, you could go into a cut and eat 1700 calories per day. Again, just an example, nothing like, you know, set in stone, not professional advice here. But then you could also have someone who's eating, you know, 2500 calories per day and go into like a little bit of a deeper cut and say, okay, I'm going to eat 2000 calories a day. So that person that went from 2,500 to 2,000 is in a little bit deeper of a cut than someone who goes from 2,000 to 1,700. So again, going to look different um, from person to person, and this is just an example, but basically here in a cut, you want to be, quote, burning more than you are consuming to maintain the caloric deficit. So this does not mean if you eat 1500 calories that you now have to work out until you burn 1500 calories to maintain the caloric deficit. Not what we're going for here. Okay. Again, looking at total daily energy expenditure, same thing with the bulk, but going in the opposite direction now. Okay. So taking in so much, like, like I said earlier, you have your neat, you have thermic effect of feeding, you have your, uh, BMR, your basal metabolic rate, you have what you're burning during your exercise. Like there is so much that goes into it and everybody is so different that, you know, again, each cut is going to look different person to person. So don't just go off some recommendation that's like, oh, you know, if I want to lose half a pound a week, I have to cut my calories, 250 calories per day in order to like, okay, I've had people that cut 250 calories a day that lose more than someone who cuts 500 calories a day. It's going off of someone's individual response. Okay. And what their day-to-day looks like, what their lifestyle looks like. So there, again, so much that goes into it. But biggest things here is with a cut, you want to maintain a caloric deficit. Okay. You want to be eating less than you are burning. But again, so much more goes into that. That's just the simplest way to say it. Um, But really a cut, caloric deficit, a bulk, a caloric surplus, making good use of those extra calories, eating more than you are burning basically. Um, so I also have some other key points that I kind of just want to share that I hope 
will help you make a decision about which direction you decide to take. Okay. Um, first things first, <laughs> this is kind of like a silly one, so I'm just going to get it out of the way. A lot of times you'll see people, you know, bulking in the winter, getting that extra fluff because it's probably going to be easier to get that caloric surplus. That's kind of the idea because of the holiday season, but really you can get caloric surplus at any time of the year. Um, but you have, you know, your bulking season, which is in the fall and the winter, and then you have your cutting season, your shredding season, beach body season, all of those things, um, which is going to come, you know, spring, summertime, right? So personally, I'm, I'm not following that. I'm heading into a bulk here shortly. Um, but that's just what my goals are at the time. So you don't have to follow the trend of spring and summer is cutting time and, and bulking is in the fall and the winter. You do not have to uh, follow that if you don't want to. Um, but that is just kind of the common trend that tends to go on. Um, there's also a maintenance phase though. So again, very individualized. It's going to depend on what you're going for. Uh, next key point that I want to share is you always want to make sure that you're training as hard as you possibly can no matter what. Whether you are in a bulk or whether you are in a cut, you are always, always, always lifting the heaviest weight you possibly can with good form. Okay. I am telling you, this is the secret, but also not so secret sauce to getting that lean or toned appearance. Okay. Do not drop the weight down to five pounds and do 20, 30, 50 reps of stuff. Like there is a time and a place for that. But if you are looking to cut or shred or get that lean toned appearance, that is not how you are going to do it. Okay. There is a method to it. And I promise you, if you want to look lean and you want to look toned, if you want to look like you have some muscle definition, you have to, you know, have muscle mass. And in order to do that, you want to be lifting the heaviest weight you possibly can. Okay. Um, so always make sure you are training hard and you are just kicking ass in the gym, basically. Next, this is very, very important for a number of reasons. Make sure that you are ready for a cut. What do I mean by that? If your body and your mind are not ready for a cut, then it's not going to way, not going to go the way that you're hoping it will. Okay. So I want to share some things to kind of consider or think about before you head into a cut, before you decide when you're going to cut, all of that stuff. Number one being, have you dieted recently? Have you been on any sort of diet recently? Have you been, you know, trying to stay in a caloric deficit or, or cut anything recently? Have you been working towards a goal of fat loss at all? Number two, do you know what your maintenance calories are and have you been consistent with them? You know, if your maintenance calories are, you know, 1,800 per day, but you've been 1,400 one day and 2,100 the next day and then 1,900 the next day, that's not consistent. That's not what we want. You want to make sure you're at a consistent caloric intake before you dive into a cut, okay, and really into a bulk. You want to make sure that you have some consistency before you start leaning either direction. Um, what does your biofeedback look like? Are you sleeping well? Is your digestion regular? Do you have low stress levels, high energy? Do you have a regular cycle? All of these things play a factor. And we can get so caught up in wanting the goal right here, right now, that we don't give ourselves enough time to make sure we're at a good spot before diving into a cut, right? I've had clients where they come to me and they're like, hey, I want to lose 10 pounds. This is when I want to do it. I want to do it by this date, yada, yada, yada. I'm like, okay, awesome. 
let's take the first week. Let's look at your biofeedback. Let's look at all, all of the other things that we have going on. Let's look at your stress management systems. Like what's going on here? And it's shit. You know, they have a horrible relationship with food. Their stress levels are through the roof. They're not sleeping at night. Their digestion is, is horrible. Their cycle is pretty much non-existent, right? You cannot go into a cut if your body is not functioning optimally as is, okay? You need to get yourself to a good level of biofeedback where your body feels good and then you can go from there. And I will tell you this, a lot of times, not most of the time, but a lot of times I've taken clients through what's called a reverse diet. And in that reverse, you are eating more. You are increasing your caloric intake per day. It's exactly what it sounds like. It's a reverse diet. And they end up losing weight because their body is finally getting the nutrients that it needs and it's starting to function on a more optimal level. Digestion digestion is better. They're sleeping better. Their stress levels are going down. Their hunger cues are down. Their energy levels are up. You know, they have their cycle again, whatever that looks like for each individual. Um, but a lot of times people will do a reverse diet and they will find that they end up losing weight or they're at least losing inches because their bloat is gone. You know, um, so so many different things that go into it, but you definitely want to make sure that your body is at a good spot before you even head into a cut, or else you are really going to throw yourself like way off. Okay. And eventually you, you'll, your body will literally get to a point where it's like, I'm done. That, that's it. No, you, you can cut your calories way down to like a thousand calories a day and you'll gain weight. You know, so you have to make sure that your body is exactly where it needs to be before you start diving into a cut or, or any sort of like shred workout program. Okay. Next, are you in a good spot mentally to cut? It goes beyond the physical. I don't say this to scare anybody. Okay. I, that is not my goal by this, but I will say that some cuts will be challenging and your mental health is very, very important. So please do not neglect that area. Okay. Do not neglect your mental health. If you have a poor relationship with food, if you have a poor relationship with workouts, if you have a poor relationship with your body, if there is other things going on behind the scenes that is affecting your mental health, please do not go into a cut. Please just don't do it to yourself. Okay? You, again, want to get to a good spot where your biofeedback is looking good, your body is feeling good, your mind is in the right spot, and you've giving yourself time to get to a good maintenance phase and you learn about your body. That way, when these different things come up with biofeedback, as you head into a cut, you may notice changes in your body or changes in how things are functioning and all that kind of stuff. You'll be able to react and you know redirect accordingly instead of being like, hey, that's new. Oh shit. Now what do I do? You know what I mean? You want to know how your body is feeling day to day, what's going on, what feels good, what doesn't feel good, mentally, physically, emotionally, all of the things before you head into a cut. And again, I do not say this to scare anybody, um, but I have seen it myself. I have, I know people that have seen it. Um, it can be really, really hard. So again, making sure that you're in the right space mentally and physically before you do anything. Another key point, key point number three that I want to go over is are you giving yourself enough time to achieve your goals? And if you say, oh, well, I'm going on vacation in four weeks, it's time to cut. Eh, sister, you can absolutely try. And realistically, you could lose a few pounds and or inches before you go. But please understand that this weight loss is 
probably not going to be sustainable, especially if drastic measures are taken, okay, to get to that goal. Um, you may feel, you know, hella bloated. Why did I say it like that? Bloated. <laughs> hella bloated. Um, while you're on vacation because of this quick shift, right? So if you go from eating a certain amount and, you know, you take this hard turn and you're taking really drastic measures, slashing your carbs or, you know, doing some ridiculous stuff that your body is going to be like, whoa, okay. It's going to adjust to, you know, keep you alive because that's what it does. And then you're going to go on vacation and you're going to have alcohol and you're going to have foods that you weren't eating in the past few weeks because of your diet or your cut. And now your body's going to be like, okay, let's, let's try and readjust. And you may feel some bloating or digestion issues, or I don't know, your stress on your body could go up. It probably will go up. Um, but there are so many different things that go into it and you want to make sure that you're not flicking a light switch on and off and just throwing your body way off. Okay. If you have a goal to drop 10, 20, 30 pounds, please don't expect it to happen in a month. Please don't even expect it to happen in two months. Again, give yourself time. Take it slow. One, the process is going to be way more enjoyable. And two, it's going to be way more sustainable. Okay. Dropping 30 pounds in a month or two is just not healthy. It's really not. It is not healthy. Okay. So make sure that you are giving yourself plenty of time for a cut or a bulk. You can't say, oh, I want to put on some muscle and I want to, you know, be beefcake central in like two months. Yeah, unless you're using like performance enhancing drugs, probably not going to be the case. Okay. Always be realistic whenever you're setting any sort of goals. You want to put like kind of dance on that fine line of, you know, realistic and uncomfortable because if it's making you uncomfortable, it's, it's forcing you, it's challenging you to grow. But if it's so unrealistic, it's just going to set you back in the long run. Okay. So Always make sure you're being realistic with your goals and you're giving yourself enough time to achieve them, okay? Key point number four that I want to share is if you are unsure of how to even go about it, please ask for help. There is absolutely nothing wrong with having a little bit of guidance when on your fitness journey, okay? Please ask for help. Please don't willy-nilly just you know throw shit at the wall and hope for the best. Don't go on Google and... Google all of this stuff because, you know, I've been there. It's very misleading. It's very inaccurate. And there's just so much false information out there that Google searching, you know, how to lose weight fast and, you know, or how to bulk fast, whatever it is that you're searching, it's not individualized to you specifically. It's not looking at your biofeedback. It's not looking on a deeper level. It doesn't give a shit about your mental health right? Again, so much goes into it. Please ask for help if you are not sure how to go about it, okay? I personally offer both nutrition coaching and nutrition and training. So if you have a program that works for you, but you really just need to clean up your nutrition, I'm here to help you, okay? I'd love, love, love to help you achieve your goals, okay? So if that's something that you're interested in, you can scroll down to the show notes below, um, click apply to work with me, or you can just DM me on Instagram, Facebook, whatever, and I can just send you the link directly. But again, I do offer nutrition coaching only and nutrition and training. So depending on what you need help with, I am 
there, I'd be more than happy to help. And I do have a few spots available um, at the time of recording. So again, if you have questions or if you're a little unsure of what direction to take, please don't hesitate to ask. I'm more than happy to help. Okay. So again, just kind of recapping a cut is when you are in a caloric deficit. The goal is to burn more than you are bringing in. This can be done in a number of ways. Obviously, caloric deficit is going to be ideal. You don't want to be doing hours and hours of cardio. It's just one, your body doesn't need it. And two, that's no fun, right? (laughs) Let's just go and focus on the caloric deficit. Use your weight training and your cardio as a tool to help you maintain the caloric deficit. And then in a bulk, you are looking at a caloric surplus. You are looking to be eating a lot more. You're going to be increasing your protein intake training as hard as you can. You know, your workouts are going to look slightly different um, in a bulk versus a cut, but that is the basics right there for you. So I hope this podcast was helpful. I hope it answered any of your questions that you had about bulking and or cutting. Um, And if you have any other questions, please don't be afraid to ask and I'll catch you in the next episode. (laughs) 